bad as he feels. Good day, good day, and welcome to Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name's Cam. My name's Tim. And my name's Reese. Hey, Reese. <laughs> hey, Reese. How you doing, dude? We've got Reese with us tonight. Reese is going to be hanging out for the next few episodes, helping make our podcast sound a little bit better because we know, like, I know full well that the podcast so far has been full of Bluetooth speakers uh, picking up peaking where you just don't get to hear what we said because we've got kind of cheap equipment but not tonight because reese is an audio master and he's brought some amazing gear along to make us sound more professional or professional we're going big baby we're shooting to the stars (laughs) (laughs) now reese when i say all that stuff about professionalism don't tell anyone that we've made you sit on the armrest of our couch (laughs) and share it with my bowl of doritos Uh, how's your day been, man? Yeah, been good. Um, woke up about two hours ago and uh, came to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. We'd, uh, I'll use this chance to promote for you, Reese. Uh, Reese is uh, a, a great musician in, in Melbourne and uh, you can follow his bands, Reese X Pating, uh, Guffman. Scraggers. Scraggers. <laughs> all great bands that you can that you can cop online and, and go to a show because you won't you, you you won't be disappointed yeah you're a good man race you were in our siggy brain film clip we i don't know how many details you knew about what was going to happen that day but we ended up making you strip down to your togs and bury yourself in saint kilda sand mm-hmm. for anyone that's not from melbourne mm. saint kilda sand is the equivalent of op shop undies like it's, it's the type that you don't want that nobody should have to cover themselves in. And you did a great job in that video, mate. So thank you. As, uh, if, you if you're breaking down percentages of St. Kilda Beach, you're looking at about 60% sand, 20% syringes, maybe 20% human feces and, yeah. and urine somewhere around there, and 10% just backpackers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the worst ingredient of all. But Reese, uh, you you uh, you've come and now played uh, two shows with us in in Charging Stallion, while uh, a couple of our members from uh, Dumpunts have been been away touring over in in Europe. How did you how did you in, did you enjoy playing the shows with us, mate? I mean, it was all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's a living. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, had a, had a lot of fun playing with uh, you boys, and I'm glad I get to hang out with you tonight. Mate, thanks for having me. It's been good. It's our it's our pleasure. We were just talking about before the podcast started how uh, uh, we do hold up uh, speakers when we play music, and in 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 the forum of doing the podcast uh, in a studio or at or at houses, there's no shame in it. There's only a few of us around, and it's it's not it's not too bad. It's but the cam- beauty of there being no cameras. Yeah, it's exactly. Like the but- episode can look rough as in real life, but it sounds okay some of the time. But Cam, when we play live. 
Yeah, when we do this podcast in front of an audience, I think you described it best when you said it's a new level of shame because <laughs> it's you and I sitting on armchairs side by side like smug elderly <laughs> retirees holding a speaker, not using the Bluetooth that it's capable of, using a cable just in case somebody else's phone connects to our speaker and ruins the moment where we're playing our own music mm-hmm. side by side mm-hmm. and one of us isn't even doing anything, just nodding. <laughs> That's that's yeah. what we do live. It's tough, bro. As a but, duo. But you know, the, the best thing about it is we start at the lowest possible point we can start. We don't give ourselves any favor and, and we better ourselves for it, I yeah. feel. and the But the eye contact, man, when we when we did the live show at, at Last Chance, the, the eye contact of people just staring at us while we're holding the, the, the speaker to the microphone. Yeah. Different level of connection to people. Like Most the, of our songs are two and a half to three <laughs> minutes as well. And the chorus doesn't happen. <laughs> for a minute or so so if you want to that's why today after admitting all this to Reese before we started I was like let's not wait for the chorus let's try and smooth out the Eddie intro to a smooth 14 seconds so we got into it pretty fast today uh, well welcome Reese, and, and thank you for being here brother how's your week been Cam? I've been a little sick I had a day off uh, I don't know can you tell does my voice sound any different? Does it sound a, cooler? A, a little bit. It's it's there's Thanks. there's like a little bit of wisdom behind there. A oh. little bit, you know, like you've seen some things, you've done some things. Yeah. What yeah. Ad, what advice do you want? <laughs> if I've got the wis- wise voice. All right, I've got a um, hit I'm, me with I'm, a dilemma. All right, so a man walks uh, or, or woman <laughs> sounds more like a joke. <laughs> walks walks into a house. Mm. Um, in, 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 and it's like a saw house. So they go in there, the door behind them shuts yeah. and they can't get back out. They've got two options. One door on the right, one door on the left. The door on the right says, in this room is a goat. You have to go in here. You have to um, have an entree with the goat that there's, that there's on the side there. So you have, a, have, a, have an entree with the goat. But you got to know that the goat is the main meal. So you've got to share an entree with this goat and there's yep. nice music playing. It's romantic. And then you've got to then eat the goat. Mm-hmm. So that's door, that's door number one to the right. Door number two on the left. You walk in there. Um, there there's <laughs> uh, there's Britney Spears. Yeah. And, um, and she is going to wax every hair off your off your off your body including the hair on your head what sort of mood is she in um so she's singing the chorus of of hit me baby one more time on loop so that's no verses is she no nailing nothing it? sorry is she nailing it mm, she gets a little bit rusty as uh, she goes on because she gets you, you're in there for she's a worn while. out yeah you're in there for a good hour okay and she's waxing just every- the chorus too eyebrows all body hair and yeah. hair on your head too ah mm. can you wax that Britney. <laughs> she can, yeah. So do you go to door number one, Britney Spears waxing, or do you go sorry, door number one is the is the goat? Or the goat do you go entree. Yeah, the goat entree or Britney Spears waxing. And you gotta kill the goat too. Um Like you don't just you don't it doesn't just come out and, and you eat it, like you've gotta you you're a murderer. Alright. Now I've just got a that was such a <laughs> elaborate thing you just I almost forgot what I asked you, and I just remembered then I asked you anything you need advice on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you need advice on the goat or Brittany. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, go Brittany for sure. Go Brittany. Save yeah, the you've goat. You've got a great head of hair. Brittany will wax it off. You'll have a memorable story to tell people. 
you because this is advice for you. you oh, asked that's me for right. Ad- it's advice for it's, me. Yeah. yeah okay. If someone comes to you saying, I'm wise, <laughs> uh, what advice would you like? <laughs> you don't you, have to do it yourself. You don't, no. <laughs> that's the beauty You of don't it. have to give them a really impossible riddle. You can ask, tell them what you're going through. I assume that's what you're going through. It's life, bro. It's hard <laughs> sometimes, you know. But if you're in that predicament, <laughs> what would you do, Cam? Oh, I'd go Brittany again. Yeah, and yeah. I don't have a great head of hair. So that'd be, she'd mm. be nailing the last little wispy nail into the coffin. That would be me. Yeah. Whereas, but I, I still wouldn't, I'm imagining you'd have to strangle the goat and I wouldn't yeah. do that. And you have to, and the other thing too, you share a, a nice entree with him before, or her beforehand and you have this this beautiful, this beautiful little entree, mm. you're connecting, eyes connecting yeah. and then you have to kill him, man. Like, yeah. yeah, definitely take the hit. And like, I, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's worth doing. That's the right thing to do. <laughs> That's the rest of your week, Ben, dude. Um. Good man, had a good time at your birthday. Yeah, yeah, it was fun, man. We um, so we for for my birthday we went to, excuse me, we went to uh, um, have dinner at the John Curtin Hotel, which was really cool, and then we went for the main event mm. to Alfredo's Piano Bar on Ligon Street in Carlton. Now, if you haven't heard of uh, Alfredo's, don't think you're uncool. A lot of people haven't, <laughs> but. It is an awesome place. So you go up there, you go up these stairs, opens up to, to this this wonderful room, and there's Alfredo. And he's a, how would you describe Alfredo, Kent? Alfredo is an elderly but magical 65-year-old man mm. who has a twinkle in his eye as if mm-hmm. he's just hit his 18th birthday. <laughs> the whole vibe of this venue remind, is, is joined to him. Like it's, mm. one, it's one thing. Yeah, and when you had described it to me before we went there, I didn't expect to be so impressed by it. It's really like stepping into another world when you go in there. Oh, it's crazy, mm. man! So I, um, there were some good stories from that night. So one of my favorite stories that I wasn't involved with, but I don't think that many people listen to this podcast, so I feel that it's okay to, to, to share it. Reese, don't tell anybody. <laughs> So we won't name names except for Alfredo. He's part. He's a, a crucial part of the story. So sorry for throwing you under the bus here, Alfredo. Oh, no. But uh, so one of one of our friends um, had a little bit of the white powder, the cocaine mm. in their in their pocket, mm-hmm. and they went up. There, so so they go to uh, Alfredo goes at the piano. Oh, I, I think sorry to interrupt, yeah. but I think we didn't explain a crucial part of this. Okay, Alfredo sits in the corner oh, of, the, yeah. of his own bar, mm. playing a grand piano. Mm. He has a microphone set up and speakers and backing tracks blasting through it. He's amazing, and he chats through the mic and just like talks to people as they approach the piano between songs, and then he'll just blast the hits. And he is a musical genius. He's Incredible. so switched on. He can play anything. Like. I heard somebody who had come in with us, one of Scott's mates, yep. say, oh, was that from the band The Church? And he was like, it wasn't, but this is. And, <laughs> and then he like, and then he ripped out a B-side that the mate of Scott's goes, I don't actually know this song by The Church. And it wasn't like a pop song. I yeah. didn't know it. It was just a random B-side that Alfredo decided, yeah, I'll play him that. Yeah. Bam, so he's, he's, a, he's a little wizard. Oh, he is the man. He is he's legitimately the man. So, so he's behind <laughs> So he's behind the piano and he goes, oh, I would, and he said, he says it loud enough so that people around the piano can, can, can hear. Yeah. Oh, I would love some of that white powder. Oh. Just, just, just so like someone would by, by chance. And one of our friends goes, Hey, Alfredo, 
let's go. And so he lives upstairs, right? And of so course they, he lives there. It <laughs> so, makes him so much more interesting. So he goes upstairs with, with, with two, two people that we know. They go upstairs with, with Alfredo. And Alfredo's got, he shares this one room with a housemate, a 35-year-old dude who had just rode home across town on a bicycle and was upstairs really like sweaty and flustered because it was a really hot night. <laughs> Trying to decompress for a moment. Oh, good. I'm finally home. <laughs> and then they start, and then he starts going, he starts going, I can't believe you've brought these guys up here. Oh, he was verbal about it. <laughs> he was not happy about it, bro. But Alfredo don't take no shit from nobody. Of course not. <laughs> And so Alfredo put down his put put down the law, put his foot down, had a little bit of the white gold with the with with the young bucks, and had a really good night. Yeah, he got a monk, <laughs> dude. He's like over. Would he like be like sixty five years old, yeah, something man, like at that? Least. Is, does it get to a point where you go, okay, maybe doing uppers now isn't good for my health anymore? If you get over mm. sixty years old, I just think, man, like I think that's the time to give up. Cocaine, like that's heart attack city, right? If you're like, if you, you, you do, do you reckon like the Rolling Stones and stuff still, still, still do uppers and drugs and stuff? I do like, like to think so. Yeah, but but do you reckon they do? You reckon they do? Yeah. Yeah. Reese does. Mm-hmm. Reese does cocaine. No, Reese <laughs> reckons. I don't know, man. I think that you can tell if an old mm. dude should be doing uppers by whether or not he can pull off a collared shirt anymore. <laughs> And Alfredo can. He can. You eh? look into the corner of a bar that's named after him and there's a, there's a spotlight hanging from the roof that shines into Alfredo's seat. It's nobody else's seat. It's the seat behind the piano. He has a microphone set up and he wears a collared shirt and he looks like the man. But if you see an yeah. old guy walking out of an office and he's like, he looks angry and sweaty and he's wearing a collared shirt and you can tell he's not pulling it off. He should not be having uppers. It's that's like, true. you're past, you're past mm-hmm. it, mate. But for me, it's like when I see someone that say our age or in there any anywhere up to like forty, and they mm. and they say they're they're like partaking in some in, in some drugs. I don't look at them and go, "Oh, that's a cool person." I just go, "Oh, it's their life. That's what they want to do. Mm. Cool." But once it goes over a certain age, it does become cool. Like yeah. when you see like a sixty, like someone over sixty doing coke or smoking weed or something, you're just like, "Damn, yeah, man. you're cool as fuck." Yeah, but for I don't sure. think that when I see someone my same, that's the same age as me doing d- d- like smoking weed or, or doing coke, or whatever. I just go, "Oh, cool. yeah, that's something that you're doing." Whatever. Yeah, man. There's like a uh, bit of a void between maybe forty and fifty. Yeah, where. I'm the same. I don't judge anyone for their, for what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Though. But yeah, 60 plus is a lot cooler to that, be getting, yeah. having coke than 41. But like that, 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 that bracket between like, that bracket between like, like 45 and maybe 60, you're kind of like, oh, it's a bit sad now, mate. Maybe you should give it up. But, but, but it, like really they should just be holding out till 60 because then they'll be the man. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, my birthday. Um, thank you, Alfredo, for having us. Um, he is. Um, if you if you get the chance to go um, and 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 see him play, he's open almost every single night there, and um, and and he's he's always performing, and he's and amazing. His housemate would love to see you. Just pop on upstairs. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we jump into the stories for the week? Let's do it. All right. The first headline is NASA invites Stephen Curry to tour its lunar lab after NBA star claims moon landings were fake. Okay. 
Uh, so, uh, Steve, uh, Stephen Curry, sorry. Stephen Curry, regarded by many as one of the best shooters in NBA history, made the comments in the Wing It podcast on Monday. During the episode, Curry's teammate Andre asked the basketball player and two other presenters if they believed the moon landings were real. Mm. All three of them said no. Uh, in, a, in an apparent reference to Men in Black, Curry also adds, adds they're going to come and get us. So he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he also said, sorry, I don't want to start conspiracies. Mm. Uh, another guest on the show, a digital content coordinator for the Atlanta Hawks basketball team, then asked him to clarify. Curry, who plays for the Warriors, confirmed that he did not believe the US had ever landed on the moon at all. The group then had a short discussion about the popular conspiracy theories. So uh, this is where the story really jumps and 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 and, and makes it great. So um, a spokesperson from the space agency told the New York Times, "We'd love for Mr. Curry to come to the Lunar Lab at our Johnson uh, Space Center in Houston." Perhaps in the next time the Warriors come to town to play the Rockets. We have hundreds of pounds of moon rocks stored there and the Apollo mission control. During his visit, he can see firsthand that we did 50 years ago our land on the moon, as well as what we're doing now to go back to to the moon in the coming years. But this time, we're going to stay. And they told him. That's what he put out there. So, so they put out. So NASA came out, and so they heard that they they heard that he, like his comments. So NASA went yeah. to the New York Times, so then passed the message on to Stephen Curry, yeah. this all star basketball player, that uh, you can come to the to the NASA museum anytime, it's and huge. we'll convince you. Yeah, and we, and also humanity's moving there. Did I interpret it that? Yeah. Correctly? So what they came out and said is that not so much that humanity's moving there, but they're mm. looking to create a a, a space center uh, on the moon for them. Where, yeah, where where people where where you can go there, and instead of having like a space station that's floating around, they'll also have those. But as well as that, they'll have a, a, a granny flat. Yeah, <laughs> granny granny flat's actually perfect for something. It's on the moon. It's exactly what it is. Like just hanging out out the back. Yeah. <laughs> But I find it hilarious now, man, that um, that people in popular positions mm. carry so much power that you have just he's, like when you break it down, mm. he's not someone that's a, that's that's known as a scientist. He's not someone that's known for mm. for, for his, his his opinion about the universe or, or space travel. He's a success, a very successful and amazing sports star, mm. and he's got so much pull that he has one of the biggest organizations. In the world, in NASA, replying to him and going through a huge magazine like the New York Times. Yeah, it's great. I, I you like it? I love it. I love that they um, that they made that little announcement at the end. Mm. Like it's it's kind of like sassy for them to have invited him over. Like, okay, we'll show you then. <laughs> uh, but I enjoy that they're like, and we're making a base there. But what happens? Like, why? Let's say they didn't con contact him but mm. na- i'm just trying to imagine from nasa's perspective they are watching this podcast show like a youtube live stream and he says it what are they worried about are they like oh no if kids think that nasa is a lie then those kids won't come work for us what's their concern i reckon you know how they've got the doomsday counter where where it's like they've, they've got the counter where it's closest to midnight, which is going to be mm. like doomsday. I reckon they've got like a rolling counter mm. of people that um, are confirmed as flat earthers and they're just sitting in their office and this counter is just flicking over and over and over and the NASA... Uh, 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 like uh, a pokies <laughs> machine. 
just non-stop throw just over and over. And then and the NASA officials are going, all right, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do something. we got to get these celebrities to have a tour. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing, man. I, I think it gets to a point where, and, and definitely now that, you know, we don't talk about politics a whole lot on the show, but it gets to a point now where you've got, say, people like uh, people like Trump and, 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 and people in power that you never thought would be in power, mm. right? And maybe didn't have the, the resume to go into these positions that, yeah. that we think that someone should have. And, 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 I, and I think that people in positions of... In, in positions of um, you know, uh, influence now like like NASA and, and and these heads that really run the 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 future direction of where where society is going. Mm. I think that they might start thinking that if you get enough people, even if the idea doesn't make sense, even if the if if the if if the idea doesn't have any proof behind it, you get enough people behind it, man, you can make some changes. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think I think they're starting to get a little bit nervous. About how many people are starting to believe all these conspiracies, conspiracies, and yeah. how many people are starting to 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 believe that the Earth actually isn't round and it's actually flat. But what's the what do they lose? Like, do they just lose reputation? Well, does it get to does it get to a point where you 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 let this you let this breed in and and then all these people sort of like over time start to adapt this belief of, mm. yeah, that's actually what happened. And then these people start to go into power and then they go, well, we don't need NASA. They didn't, they never landed on the moon. They never did anything. It was all fake. And so they lose their job. Maybe, maybe they lose the, maybe they look past that though. Maybe they think that they lose the, 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 the prospect of improving space stations and, 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 and going into the future. If you don't, if you don't have the, the, oh, yeah. the you know what I'm saying? If you so don't they're have like the, big thinkers. See, I, I thought came at it with such a small minded <laughs> view. I was like, maybe I can get my head around this. It's like if somebody at work said, Oh, what does cam actually do? <laughs> but, but you're, you're completely right. It's probably more, they're trying to further our entire race. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, man, it's like, whenever I hear these people think it's just like, it's, it's, it's for me when I, when I, when I, when I think about it, it's not trying so much to understand um, what they're saying when it comes to like uh, when they talk about science and all those things. Because to be honest, I don't think that my brain can comprehend you know eighty percent of the stuff that they talk about. However, mm. if you do think about it hard enough, you can comprehend where their where their thought process and and where where their actions are coming from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's just a that's just a people thing. That's just that's just a human thing. Yeah, and then just they just have to be way smarter than us. <laughs> But I think it's hilarious, man. I think it's a strange time when when people when when people that have no reason to be involved in in, in a conversation or, in, or or involved in a in in a certain subject, uh, you know, get 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 hit up by NASA. Yeah, man, I love it. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> what workplace would you love to get a tour of? Oh, that's a good question, man. I think. Look, NASA must be high up there on the list, right? Mm. NASA must be really high up there. We've done a lot of like, look, we've we've done a lot of um uh, uh a lot of stories on robots mm. and sex robots and that 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 kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. That would be interesting. I think the most interesting part about that would be having a sit down with the engineers. <laughs> yeah, bro. And just being like imagine there's no morals, fill me in, mate. <laughs> Also, you got to be, you got to be someone just like, um, oh yeah. So what's 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 your job in the in in the production line? Well, I do the robots left hit. <laughs> yeah, 
and my mate Stan here, I pass him to him, he does a great nipple. <laughs> like, what, like what, what do people talk about that? Like, do, do you, do you, in, when you're in those situations, mm. do you reckon it just becomes so normal that you go there every day that you just don't think about it? Or do you sit back and go, fuck, what I'm doing every day is a really strange thing? It depends on their personality specifically. Yeah. I think some of them are probably like treating it exactly the same as servicing cars. Hundred <laughs> percent, right? It was a production yeah. line. Yeah. But then like there must be some people that just go there and just like one day you're just looking around, you go, Fuck, yeah. how did I end up here? Yeah. <laughs> Covered in grease and your own liquids <laughs> as a tester. Where would you go if you had a uh, if you had to if you had to do a, a, a workplace somewhere? Would you would you have something do you have something that jumps out to your camera? Oh, it'd probably be something really selfishly minded. Like it would be somewhere where I feel like I could imagine that I'd get along with the people and maybe be able to get myself a job there. Like I'm imagining That's a like, smart thing to do, yeah. <laughs> like, like 20th Century Fox or somewhere where I feel like I could like do auditions or something to do with acting or meet the right yeah. agent or something. So it's a boring answer, but it's like me thinking, yeah, but that would help me like shave off a few years of the of the run as you said that i was just like wet through my head like of all the places like the white house like all these places could go no i've chosen a, a, a robot sex factory <laughs> <laughs> damn it a new range of talking calendars will let you speak to them and speak back to you so these calendars are from japan okay on every page of the month there's mm-hmm. 31 pages there's a different anime girl and depending on the personality of the calendar girl that you've bought, she says different things to you. So, you know, those birthday cards that sing to you or say things out loud to you. Uh, each time you turn the page, it might be a Wednesday. Oh, you wake up. Oh, what will my calendar say to me today? Turn it over. Here's some examples of the stuff they actually <laughs> say. You're really late coming home. But, but. It's not like I was lonely or anything, you dummy. Just hurry up and go to bed already. (laughs) It really is that long, by the way. And it had the stammer on the word but. Uh, Here's another one. So um, you grab your calendar. You're just about to walk into work. You've hopped off the tram. Oh, I wonder what my missus has to say to me today. Turn the page. Just today. I'll say it. Thank you for always being kind to me. I love you. Oh, I like I like the variation in it. So it's like one day the calendar is a little bit like a little bit nasty, like a little bit a little bit like look, I'm a little bit pissed off today. Just go to sleep. I'm not in the mood. And then the next day it's like no, woke up. It's been a nice day. The sun's out. Mm-hmm. And then what's the next day after that? Um, let's see if there is. I don't think there is. Oh no, here we go. I was so excited for our date today that I couldn't sleep last night. Okay, so it's gone from angry to happy to a little bit neurotic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Uh, For those who like their sweetness with a hint of sourness, the illustrator and designer has said that they purposely give them a mixed up personality depending on what you're into. Um, So that's their reason for having varying answers on each day. Would you buy one of these and replace your girlfriend <laughs> I, th- I, I think that's a that's a great a, a, it's a great thing for a gift to give mm. to a to give to a friend when i had my 21st birthday i got the gift of a uh, pocket pussy um they're also known as uh fleshlights 
Um, for okay. what you, that's d- the term I'm familiar with. Yeah. So Cam, did you want to describe what a flashlight is? You want to throw that one to me? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Cheers, man. <laughs> but I'll, I'll come. I'll come over and save you. And save you afterwards. <laughs> Trust me. Like my, what I'm about to say afterwards will look way worse. So okay. Cool. All right. Well. <laughs> If you find masturbating as a person that enjoys vaginas... It's not an ad. (laughs) (laughs) Actually do it like an ad. I like Fully committed to it. it. Don't make me me do it, Timmy. (laughs) All right, sit down. Uh, 1-800. I don't know why that person has to sit down. Actually do it like an ad. Actually, that was brilliant. Sorry, start again. Do you love masturbating and, and love vaginas also? Have we got a product for you? Why speak or share your living room or bedroom with another human being when you can just have a vagina inside what looks like a torch? (laughs) Keep the torch by your bed so that if anyone comes into your room, a real human being, and one looks around, they'll go, oh, that must be for power cuts. But then as soon as they walk out, don't hit on them or flirt with them. Ooh, so much trouble. (laughs) Unscrew the face of your torch, push your erect penis into the torch, and um, masturbate with it. And there's an um in the ad that's in the script. Uh, yeah, 800 flashlight, lube not included. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was that was brilliant, Cam. Cheers to that. Dude. No worries. But so when I was 21, I got the gift of a, a, a flashlight. And it was from uh, my two housemates, one female, one male. Yep. And they gave me they gave me the flashlight as as a joke, and they gave it to me in front of a in front of a bunch of people and a bunch of front of a bunch of friends to yeah. embarrass me a little bit, you know, have a have a bit of a laugh. And so we had we had a shower rack in the um in the in the shower that 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 that, that sat just under the just under the shower head mm. and uh, on the wall. And what I used to do was I used to get the pocket pussy. And put it on the shower rack, rinsed out, and so other people would come into the shower, and there was a pocket pussy hanging oh, from the man. <laughs> and then, because when you give your housemate the gift of a pocket pussy to take the piss out of them, you have no right to tell them they can't hang that pocket pussy on the shower rack. Yeah. You have no right to do that. You tried to embarrass them, and yeah, so I used it maybe four or five times. Rinsed and it every time. Rinsed it every time. Put it on the shower rack. And um, then years later, my housemate, he came to me and he goes, he goes, bro, I yeah. just thought I'd let you know. At one point, I tried the pocket pussy. <laughs> Is that a threesome? I don't know, dude. It's like maybe it made me go get an STD check is what it made me go do. Mate, but he went after, right? Hundred percent, was- because I, I definitely did. So he, he, he definitely went. He could maybe he went second, but probably not. But he definitely didn't go first because I, because I unwrapped. So the, he got in there, kind of in the middle of your turns. Probably, yeah. Okay, most likely. Whoa, I'm so impressed by his honesty. <laughs> That he told you, <laughs> yeah, and did you go for a check? Oh yeah, well I I I had had a ch- I I was I was when I was this is back when I was single yeah and um I was always quite good at going in and getting checks at least yearly yeah so uh, at that point because were you a bit of a chronic flashlight stealer yourself <laughs> <laughs> whenever I'll you're just, staying over I'll, just I'll go, use that and that you know you go down to the public toilets a couple of flashlights around <laughs> one thing leads to another. Yeah. <laughs> a beautiful Saturday night, you know? 
Um, no, but yeah, it's it's okay. I guess I guess we should say go if you if you are sharing flashlights with your friends, go and get an STD check. It's a very responsible call out to make. <laughs> We're a very responsible show. So back to the, back to the calendar. Um, yeah, I would I would get one for a friend. I'd probably get it for that friend. To be honest, yeah, man. Would you purchase one for yourself? I would. Yeah. yeah. I when I have you seen the new Blade Runner? I have. I really like How good it. is that? Apart from, and everyone says this, the scene with the furnace that goes for about two minutes too long. When 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 he's going down to the furnace. Oh, we won't ruin the, the, like the, the, uh, a big spoiler of the movie, but he goes down and there's that thing in the furnace that is. Yeah. A, yeah. And so that whole scene going down to the furnace, and you already know what he's going to find out there. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, here's the thing. If you. If it was a big surprise mm. and it was something and you're like, oh shit, like I didn't expect that. You knew from the, as soon as you took that first step down yeah, to the right. stairs, we was going to find it. And it's just like, dude, like just like, like that two minutes, where's, where's it gone? I got real caught up in that scene. I didn't even think about it being long. I just remember being like, well, it's a big factory. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought Ryan Reynolds, he's got ages to walk, poor little guy. He doesn't even know if he's like the Ryan chosen Gosling. one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Gosling. But they're both great rhymes. Yeah, they're both good. <laughs> but in that movie, you know his girlfriend, yeah. um, and he puts her on a USB and takes her away, and she like becomes more switched on and sacrifices her life for him. Mm-hmm. I I liked that, and I yeah. don't know if that makes me odder. I can't remember if we've talked about this, yeah. but I like the idea of a AI girlfriend. Would you? Is it? Yeah, it's 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 weird because because I also liked her. I loved that concept. Yeah, have you seen? Um, What's the one? It's like um, uh, Machina, uh, Machina. Ex um, Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah, man. And in that that movie's great. If you haven't seen that movie, go and watch it because I reckon that. Have you seen it, Reese? Yeah, it's fan. It's fantastic, right? And and I think that describes it best. That do you just, reckon I would meet the same fate as that main boy on Ex Machina? Dude, I, t- I reckon a lot of people that we know would. I reckon. I reckon if I was if I was single and I went in there, I reckon I would. I, I, I there's a good chance that I would as well. Mm. I think that's the whole point of it, right? Yeah. Is that it's is is that it's just it it's love it's like love and it's mm. attraction and that goes past whether it's whether it's uh, the same species or not. But then you kind of go, oh yeah, but if someone was like rooting a dog. I wouldn't be cool with it. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? I was following till then. <laughs> but you know you know what I'm saying? Like if someone comes to you if someone came to you and said, Oh, there's like this new there's this new thing, AI, I've got a I've got a I've got a girlfriend, she's AI, so they're not human. So they're having a, a, a sexual relationship yeah, with someone yeah, yeah. that's not human. But then if it was anything else on the planet, any mm. other animal, you would go, That's not okay. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. But is yeah. it but is it, be, but is it because of it's a level of of, of of intelligence, right? Is that is that is that why? I think it's about consciousness. Yeah. Okay. Like it, when the thing itself knows it's alive mm. and it knows it exists at some level, I think that's when AI becomes the same as an animal when it's like aware of its yeah. own existence in the way that we are right now, feeling like, mm. oh, I'm here, I can feel the air on me, I'm talking to you. Um, is it also a thing too that because you know that the the, the intelligence of the AI, especially in Ex Machina, mm. it's like it's being attracted to something that's a lot smarter than you too. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, as a human, being top of the food chain when it comes to intelligence, mm. you don't get that with any other animal. But then with AI, that would be the first time where that's a that's a creation or, or I don't you wouldn't call it an animal, right? A creation that's that's that that 
a form of intelligence that's smarter than than the species that you're a part of. To be honest, though, like every one of my exes would tick that box. Like <laughs> me that, too, bro. They all, <laughs> they all run leaps and bounds around me. <laughs> Man builds a giant middle finger statue to flip off town officials. Now, I'm just going to spin my laptop around real yeah. quick just to show you guys this photo. Is it so, lit up as well? Oh, so he's got lights around it. So it's got lights around it. So, what it, so I'll read the background story to this. So um, a Vermont business owner erected a statue of a middle finger on his front lawn to spite town officials. Ted Palkey from Vermont says he's been fighting an uphill battle with town authorities over a garage mm. he wanted to build on his property. He says, I've been put through the ringer by these people and it's just not right. Pilkey, who built the structure in October, told uh, uh, Boston.com, I was sitting at a bar and said to my wife, hey, I want to get a statue made of a middle finger and I'm going to put it up on the lawn. And he did. He spent more than $4,000 on the wooden sculpture, which weighs 700 pounds and stands on a 16-foot pole. Pikey also set up floodlights as so pedestrians and nearby drivers can see his work of art at any yes. time. So um, he, the, the, one, of the, one of my favourite things about this is that um, he's, he's, he came out to the media and said, it was crucial for me to make sure that my neighbours and the people who live in this town understood that I didn't put that up there for them. It is aimed directly at the people who sit in our town office. So he went around dropping like letters and shit in people's letterbox beard. Like, this is not for you. This is for the town officials. And yeah. he rang them up. He rang them up and said, hey, come check out the statue I put in my front yard. It's for you. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's still up there at the moment. And it's massive, man. It's just this massive middle finger. Just a big fuck you to the man. And yeah. I'm, you know you know what I'm like, Cam, when it comes to stories like this. I'm a big fan and, and, I, and I really love what he's doing here. That is pettiness I can absolutely get behind. <laughs> 100% man. <laughs> like then there's surely one person in that office who can at least see the humor in that. Like there's, yeah. there's got to be one person that gets like a little bit of a laugh out of it. And that's probably the tipping point where they go... Well, let's just sign these forms. Like, yeah. Let him have his way. He's gone into. He's had all of this effort. He's built that thing. Like, let him do it. And then when it comes, but 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 then, or do they go? Because a lot of a lot of like sort of um, uh, groups in position of power. A, a lot of the time, their stance on that is always mm. that if we do it once, yeah, we'll have to do it for everybody. That's uh, what they always yeah. come out and say. You know, it's like when you when you're at home, it's like well, if I let you do it, then I'd have to let your little brothers. Oh yeah, have it as well, or I'd have to. Or if you if you want to watch that show, then I'd have to let your 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 brothers and sisters watch it as well. Oh, true. And now they're going to have to if they don't want to go down that path, they have to make an example of them, basically. Mm. But I don't know. I, I I I would like to think that it's the start of some kind of war because oh. if because he like he seems like the kind of guy that that do that if they come down and go, all right, we're taking down the the finger. That's yep. their play. I don't reckon it finishes there. I reckon the kind of dude that spends four thousand dollars on a middle finger, points it at the points it at the town officials, lights it up through all of the night, pays for the power bill for that. He ain't giving up that that quickly. What do you reckon the next sculpture is? Oh, I don't know, eh? A brown eye. A br- 
<laughs> a photo would be perfect. And having the light go up the back of the thighs too, right into the hole, like a little perker. And maybe like you, you could get a, a, a little machine so the sphinx to sort of just just slightly expands and then goes back to like a little fart is, is puffing out. You know how the when you look at a sphinx, to, if, if you've never looked at a sphinx when a fart has come out, yeah, uh, you haven't lived your life. <laughs> I, figured. I haven't. I don't want to, but... What happened? So the this Reese just did a really good explanation of it. What Reese is doing is taking is take making a fist uh, with his hand and just slightly expanding it and then closing it again. And that is what a sphinxster does when you do a big fart. Take that, government. <laughs> cop the sphinxster. That's a good hashtag. A eh? hashtag cop the the sphinxster. <laughs> There are two new movies in production that feature a couple of icons from our childhood. So you've probably heard about one of these, maybe not both though, Timmy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first is Sonic the Hedgehog. So there's not a lot of info out about this movie. In fact, the only thing that they've actually released is something that they're calling a motion poster. So it's like a video, but it's portrait mode. And in the distance, you see a blue line. It slowly gets closer and closer and closer comes sprinting towards you, and then he freezes. Now, I'm going to show you this motion poster. It's like 15 seconds seconds long. There's a couple of things that I think are a little bit... Has it got audio to it? Yeah, I think it's got a really bad, like, new metal song with no singing. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have... Like, the one I I saw earlier doesn't have the Sonic the Hedgehog music. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, because... I just so I just got a Sega Mega Drive. My girlfriend Shell just got me one for for uh, my birthday. Awesome! And so it's like got like uh, all sort of got like eighty games programmed on it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's so amazing, good. and it's got Sonic and Sonic and Knuckles, all those games. What an awesome yeah. present! We'll come over one day. We'll play it. Yeah, right. Let's definitely <laughs> do it. So I'll hold this up so that mm-hmm. you and Reese can both watch this. Yep. Good. There's an Xbox ad first. The flashlight. If you don't <laughs> want to have sex with with real human beings, make love to a torch. <laughs> On Xbox. <laughs> All right. So we got some some writing. We got some flashes of light. Oh, we got we we got the outline of of, of, of Sonic the Hedgehog in the in the, in, in the distance. Looking very human-like in the body. Yeah, it's weird. And How good is that track, though, Reese? <laughs> that's that's classic, like WrestleMania, like 2002. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you what what do you think about the body of? Oh, bro, I'm so glad you noticed that yeah. too. That was the first thing I noticed. They've I think what they've done is they've based his new look on like the silhouette of Goku. So yeah. Sonic's head used to be disproportionately mm-hmm. larger than his like scrawny little body, and he yep. was very cartoony for it. But now they've tried to make him like a partially anime and partially like athletic. Like yeah. mus- they've put like muscle tone into his calves and he his looked top like he was part. wearing some cool kicks. Yeah, they've changed his shoes. Yeah. So his shoes used to be just like these weird pointy red ones, uh, red shoes with like a white bit going around, like impossible to be real shoes. Yeah. But now they've got like these barter bullet ripoffs on mm. him. Um, and then the other thing that's 
different about Sonic is they've made him furry all over. Like fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, Ted, the animated Ted uh, yeah. with the guy that, uh, or the guy who does Family Guy, he made that up. Like, that sort of look, like, where you can tell they're, like, plush. But he, was his body blue? Yeah, his body is still blue. Yeah. But if you look closely, see it as pointy hair. Yeah. There's extra hair off his hair. Oh, yeah, there is. It's like it's it's really fine details. Because like when, when you look, at, <laughs> yeah, bro. Because when you look at Sonic when you're playing Sonic, mm. the blue looks shiny to me. Real shiny. Like it, I thought of him as kind of maybe made of what McDonald's toys are made of, like that yeah. kind of like plastic that bends a bit. Yeah. Like it's not quite rubber, but it's just like flexible plastic is what yeah. I thought he was made of. But then to see him covered in hair, I'm like, dude, get. That off. <laughs> so is that coming? Is that coming out next year? Is it? Yeah, that's coming out mm. next year. Uh, the second of the two movies uh, based on our childhood icons is Detective Pikachu. Have you heard about that one? I've heard about it, man. I've seen. I've actually watched the trailer a few times. Yeah, and I think it looks fantastic. I'm definitely going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it too. I think it looks. I think it looks great. Is it Ryan Reynolds who's the voice of Ryan Pikachu? Reynolds? Yeah. And um, you he can hear his, him. He dips his dick in everything, that man. He's he really, a very busy man. <laughs> he really does. He because he's in 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 he's been what? Uh, so he's been uh, the the Green Lantern. He's yep. been Deadpool. Yep. Now he's Pikachu. Yeah. Has he voiced anything? And anything else? Has done any other super superheroes? Or because would you call Pikachu a superhero? I wouldn't. I'd call him uh, a cartoon character, yeah. but, and then I think that Japanese people would probably call him an anime character. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he would be classed as a superhero. He almost fits the mold, though, eh? Although, does Ash own him? Because I feel like to be a superhero, mm. you can't honor. Because like Galactus owns, so I'm probably crossing two worlds, but I think someone owns Silver Surfer. Yeah, I think in, um, I think in, in, I like in this one how they've gone down the road mm. of. The detective side. It's it's not the original story of them going mm. on the on 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 the quest to get the badges and 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 all that kind of thing. Yeah, they they brought in an, another element to it. I, I I dig that. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, I think that anytime something from your childhood that you're fond of gets remade, there's part of you that gets a little nervous for a second. But mm-hmm. often, if you just let go of that, it's a lot of fun. Like I loved uh, the new Star Wars movies, and I liked the new Star Trek movie. I thought that was, I actually thought that was cooler than the Captain Kirk original yeah, series. Right. I haven't like, copped the new fun. Star Trek. Oh yeah. yeah. But I've copped it's the new good. Star Wars and I, and I, and I, and I liked it. Yeah. I think that was cool. And I like how they're doing the spin-offs, like the rogue ones and those yeah. kind of things. I think they're great movies. Yeah. And they're real cool. Yeah. I wonder why that feeling of frustration, did, did I catch that off? Was I frustrated? Or do you think that because I heard other people were frustrated, I was like, yeah, it sucks that they're remaking this. Oh, with with these movies when, coming coming yeah, out. Yeah, when now. this stuff happens, I feel like I watch TV or I like scroll through my newsfeed, and I feel like, oh, they mm. shouldn't remake the classics. And then I, but I'm thinking now, like, is that actually what I feel, or do I just get caught up in the like hysteria, the nerd hysteria? I think that um, I think that sometimes they come out and and they hit it. I think the best example of all time mm. is uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman series. Oh yeah, I think that I, in my opinion, I think that. He's, he did that. I think that's the best superhero franchise that's ever been made for me. The th- mm. Those three Batman movies. Um, so I would call that a hit. 
and it's yeah. and it's critically acclaimed as well. Yeah. But I think when they miss, say, a, a Daredevil or a, or, or no. these kind of these or, or those kind of movies, like Halle Berry and Catwoman. Have you guys copped that movie? I tried before? to watch that. It's hard, bro. Yeah. It's just it's not a, it's not a fun afternoon. Because I do like to watch bad movies mm. for the sake of them being bad. What do you think of Catwoman, Reese? I that's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and how dare you, honestly? <laughs> Are you offended? I think the changes they made were perfect. <laughs> the change to the origin story, how she gets burped on by a cat when she dies. Is and that that's, what it is? That's literally <laughs> what happens oh in God. the movie is she falls out a window and dies or gets thrown, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, then a cat burps on her. This green burp comes out the cat's mouth and then um, wakes up and is Catwoman. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> yeah. But but I think people hang on to that and they go, look, I've been burnt before. My heart's been broken. Yeah. And they don't want to, and, and, and they're sort of the person that's gone through a bad relationship, you know, and they're not ready. So true. They're not ready to put themselves back out there on the market. They're not yeah. ready to put themselves back into a relationship. It's because we know how bad the bad can be. Yeah. So we're hesitant. I totally get that. But man. I think it's worth the risk of the good. Mm. Just put yourself out there if you're one of those people that are that are, that are worried. Just give it a chance. Yeah. Who knows? Go on a date. <laughs> Take your first date to a superhero reboot movie. <laughs> Town flooded with chocolate after storage tanks spilled across roads. In what has been described as a small technical defect, the liquid chocolate oozed out of the tank, out of the factory, and onto a road where it solidified. Yes. The job to clear it then fell to around 25 firefighters who pried it off with shovels, hot water and torches to remove the leftover bits from cracks and holes in the road. Now, I just want to show you guys how intense this was. It wasn't just a little bit of chocolate on the road. This whole road was covered with chocolate. It looks like if you if you are familiar with uh, seeing roadworks on the highway, it actually look, looks like they've just put down fresh fresh tar fresh asphalt on on the road it's really thick and smooth as well <laughs> yeah. like the, have they put a roller through the middle of they it they haven't bro that was the natural ooze of the of, of the chocolate wow. down the road yeah <laughs> it's super impressive yeah and um yum so this is this is them getting the getting it off the off the road as well so they're so they're all there with shovels and picks and 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 all sorts of stuff blow yeah. torches all sorts of shit to get this chocolate off the road I know that that part kind of disappointed me a little bit because that chocolate's going in the bin. I reckon if you just go, all right, kids, come down, like, everyone, bring a crowbar, yeah. like just just <laughs> just chip a little bit off the top. Like, don't go down to the bottom of the road because you'll get the maybe a bit of glass in your yep. mouth or something like that. But just chip a little bit off the top, and Absolutely. everyone have a little bit of chocolate. Like that chocolate is going to waste. Um, if I lived on that road and I was a an adult or a child, but especially especially a child under the age of twelve, yeah. that's something that you would you would be on your deathbed mm. and you'd tell your grandkids that story. I reckon a couple of cheeky firemen took pieces home in their pockets. Hundred percent, bro. I would have been eating that shit the whole time I was blowtorching that stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon there was one firefighter that was that got the job of going around and telling the other firefighters to stop eating the chocolate? For sure. <laughs> He's probably like the one firefighter who gets paid at the volunteer firefighter service and everyone already hates him for that. His dad like gave him the job and he's real shit at firefighting and he's like, oh, you can't be doing that. Father will, father will tell us no. 
bro, it's it's crazy that at every fucking job site that I've ever worked at, any 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 job I've worked at, that person exists at every work site. The manager goes, all right, well that person's already hated by everyone. I don't want to be that guy, so I'm just gonna. But and he wants the he wants yeah. a little bit of responsibility because he's like, look, eventually they'll see that I'm doing doing it for them. Yeah, I'm it must be genetically them. in us. If there's a group of seven or more, yeah. one of you has to. Ding, have a switch go off inside your brain where you get hated <laughs> dude every single group it's crazy but every single every single workplace there's that one person i've never mm. been in a workplace where where that that person hasn't existed yeah man and if you if you think that you've never seen that you are that yeah exactly if you go if you go oh i've never seen a workplace yeah everywhere i've worked <laughs> everyone's very lovely and doesn't seem to suck up to the boss but i love the boss myself yeah. and all i have to do is go around and tell them off every now and then yeah. <laughs> you're that guy lady gets her trees stolen in the dead of night Jan has been in her new Plymouth home for less than three weeks and has already had something stolen. $600 worth of trees. She awoke on Friday morning to find two weeping willows, two lemon trees, two lime trees and two apple trees had been dug out of her garden. I rang my husband Steve and said, someone's taken my trees and he said, don't be so bloody stupid. And I said, no seriously, someone's taken the trees. From the street, it's hard to believe that uh, Jan's property with high fences on a quiet cul-de-sac would be a prime target for thieves. How many cones are you having before you go to sleep, Jan? Like, how heavy do you have to sleep that you don't wake up if where there's people in your front yard with shovels and excavators? Bro, like it's if, if you've ever replanted had to replant a tree, it is hard fucking work. And it's not silent work. It is, it is, it is, it is loud, and you are definitely hearing that happen. <laughs> and that, like, I know lemon and lime trees aren't massive generally, but, but weeping willows, <laughs> like, for that to have been noticed from the street has to be con- it's, it's fully like, the trunks right. of those are hefty, man. All right, Trev, back the track up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trev. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> but seriously, though, that is not something that you could do silently. Six of them. <laughs> I commend these. I commend this crew that's stealing these trees. It's hard work. Jan has taken a few drives around the suburbs looking for the trees and has been asking neighbours if they saw anything. I think it's someone who saw our house on the Harcourts website. It's a real estate agent uh, and saw the house was empty. So I thought, let's go get them. I've been checking the buy and sell pages on Trade Me, <laughs> which is Gumtree in New Zealand, and there's nothing on there. So I think they've taken them home and just popped them in their garden. <laughs> they've just popped six ginormous trees in their garden <laughs> and right. no one's noticed. It's pretty crazy. I mean, it, it, you'd think that there'd be sort of, if, if that was happening other places in the suburbs that they would have heard about as well, right? Yeah. So it, it doesn't sound like it's some kind of ring that they're running to mm. steal people's... It's like they've targeted just Jan. Yeah. 
And Jan had recently moved in. It's like, was it somebody that used to know the previous owners who oh. knew that exactly what trees were what and where they were and how to like knew how to get them out? Dude, number one suspect would be the people that lived the there previous previously, owners. Right? Yeah, yeah, getting all sentimental. And I know yeah. what it's like to leave a house. You're like, oh, so many memories. And these guys were like, we'll bring them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when, look, wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't you just go look? We're gonna we, we we're taking these trees with us. We've planted them. We're gonna we're yeah. Gonna, they should have mentioned it earlier, yeah. <laughs> and not do it in the middle of the night. Eh? We were living in Yarraville, myself, Dean, and Dean, myself, Dean, and Claudia. We had um, this lady come over, and she goes, "Oh, can can we please take some yeah. some limes of the tree? You remember that big that big tree that we yeah, had?" Man. And we go, "Yeah, no worries." She packed five plastic bags full of of limes. Was it just her to carry them? Yeah, or? dude. She she did it in trips to take it to her car, and I just came out after the fifth bag. I came out and saw it and go, and she went to go up another an, another one off the chair, and I go, "That is enough." Yeah, man. <laughs> Enough. Did she accept that? <laughs> yeah, she got the car and drove off. Never saw her again. Yeah. Eh? All right. Should we jump into the good news story of the week, Cam? All right. A student on a mission to save sleepy lizards across Australia. Jake Morrison Croker loves playing the drums, riding on his skateboard, and saving sleepy lizards. The six-year-old has designed his own animal road signs, replacing the common kangaroo and koala signs with shingleback lizard signs. He says, I'm making signs for them because I see a large number of sleepy lizards getting run over every day, and it makes me feel sad. He hoped that the signs would be erected all around Australia to warn drivers to watch out for sleepy lizards. Jake came up with the idea himself and got his family to help him draw a picture of the shingleback. I took a photo of it to school and then I photocopied it, and then I gave it to every class, he said. Jake's school is planning to join him on this quest, and are fully behind him. The school principal, Adele Callahar, said that she doesn't usually find this kind of initiative in kids Jake's age. It's nice, man. Good on you, Jake. I think, man, I think it's a it's a important thing for the next generation to uh, to make sure that they look out for the wildlife and 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 everything like that. Because, like the Great Great Barrier Reef, like many places that are amazing around the world and many and that inhabit many animals, they may not be around for the next generation if we don't do something about it now. So, exactly. good on you, Jake. Good stuff, Jake. Uh, so thank you, Reese, for, for coming in here on the first podcast with us. Have you had a good time, mate? You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My name is Tim. My name's Cam. My name's Reese. And you've been listening to Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. Thank you. See you next week, guys. I fucked it by accident.